Good morning, everyone. This is Joe Wickham here with Reboot Your Relationship and another episode dedicated to Talk Talk Confidential. And uh, with my good friend Shanti Nevin and David Laffey, and you can find them on Facebook. And uh, this is one of the topics I talk a lot about. And one of my topics is taking charge of your love. And the other one is how we give away our power. So power and love have two very important distinct things and they have to be uh, leaning on each other just like grace and truth and um, you know love and logic all these things are coming together here but we're going to talk today about the uh, the power that we give away in relationship because I recently received an email from one of the talk talk confidential people believe it or not about giving away power and that was kind of the theme of it because I know that term gets thrown around a lot and it go, got me thinking, what does it mean to have power? So for me, power is the ability to create change in your life. It is, and love is the thing that em, empowers it, that fuels it. And it's kind of like the power love is like a plane, right? You have the thrust and the vector. You got these two wings. You have the thrust, the power, and the vector is kind of direction, the course in which we're wanting to go towards. And it's change for the better. And it's growth. And, and it's to be in control of our reactions and feelings. Uh, it's being self-controlled or being self, having that power and freedom to choose something different than what maybe we've chosen in the past. It's to understand and accept you know, who you are and what you want and to make no apologies for any of those things because but, uh, not allowing anyone to define your space and those are healthy boundaries. I always say the power and freedom to choose something different is also the idea of being on your yoga mat and staying on your yoga mat and uh, not judging other people's yoga mats. So power is not about intimidating or domination or, uh, you know, it's kind of like these two power, when you get in these power struggles, right, or the immovable object and the unstoppable force. <laughs> it's, it's these two powerful things that are moving against, you know, each other or, in, in, or not moving at all, right? So those things can be controlling at times, but... Again, it's not using aggression or domination or even passive aggression, which is the withholding of love when you have the power and freedom to choose to give something out of your heart. And it's important to understand that that's coming from your heart. You know, it's about knowing your worth also and enough to ask clearly and really with confidence for what you want. And that's the part we're going to get into in the communication uh, skills section about being assertive and being able to say no because a lot of us out there we say yes with our words and no with our heart and we are feeling stuck in and caged in in this velvet trap this velvet cage because we're saying yes to everybody and we're almost always not able to say no and and if we're not able to do that too there's this way of giving away power so perhaps people are maybe also unclear about what it really means to give it away and what it means to give it away is a that way of just saying yes to everything and feeling the resentment 
And I always talk about expectations and managing expectations because expectations without consent or let's say agreement creates resentment. So how many times are you giving away your power and you, you're not really managing your own expectations, your own needs. And so all those things begin to build up and create this resentment within you and between the two of you. And for those of you who are like me, who may be the giving away power too often because we're givers. If you're a giver, you're probably listening to this right now. If you're a giver, you're probably also the exploding doormat because you get pushed so far and then all of a sudden we've given away our power so much that we've lost ourselves. It's like trying to save the whole world and losing your own soul. It's so crushing. So Brene Brown talks about the hustling for worthiness, right? Hustling for your worthiness includes pleasing, perfecting, pretending, improving, and that's the, and what are we trying to get from that? We're trying to get love and acceptance and approval and validation and all those things that we all crave deep inside that we give away our power. So in other words, if you're not feeling that you're worthy of love and acceptance, you might find yourself going overboard trying to please everyone by doing things you don't really want to do or saying yes when you really want to be saying no. And perfecting is just that. It's busting your butt to make sure everything is tied up with a pretty bow and hiding your feelings that might look messy and working on making your outsides look like a million bucks because you're afraid of what might happen if you actually admit that you're falling apart inside. So we all wear this mask of pretending. Pretending might look like fine, you know, when really everything isn't. And your house of cards is falling apart. Improving is that constant need to show the world that you're doing and feeling all in an attempt to cover up what's really happening inside. And so no one really gets to know the true you. And this is a lot of Brene Brown's work around the um, being the, the gifts of imperfection and working with shame and vulnerability. So I highly recommend if anyone has not heard of Brene Brown to jump on her book and her stuff on um, uh, the Daring Greatly and all that kind of stuff. She is wonderful. She has a lot of podcasts. I would highly recommend if any of us of you that are struggling with that sense of worthiness to participate in this, this dialogue here about getting past that. So the first one we're talking about is just hustling for worthiness, right? The second one we want to talk about is tolerating toxic relationships and this is what a lot of this forum's about, is what we're allowing into our sphere, onto our yoga mat. It's like, get off my yoga mat already, right? Just get on my, get back on your yoga mat. Stop judging my practice, right? So everyone has someone in your life that ranges, let's say, from bringing out the best in you, and I hope you have some of those in your life that are championing you, that have your back, that answer that question, are you there for me, can I count on you? And you get a yes from those people. If you don't, you need to get new, <laughs> we need to maybe find some new tribes. You know, I always say, find your tribe, find your tribe. People are gonna love and accept you unconditionally because the toxic, and you can go back to some of my other podcasts about toxic relationships because they can be totally sucking the life and soul from you. It is soul crushing. It is, right? You guys know that one. You know those friends. 
and those people you have to kind of start loving from a distance you know so you know it could be a family member a friend a co-worker anyone and if you're tolerating these people and their toxic behavior guess what you're at essentially giving them a part of you that isn't being reciprocated in other words if you're putting up with their antics you're create you're creating a roadblock for the kind of relationships that deep down you really want and deserve so kind of think of it like these two this these two analogies right you're trying to get love from a stone so let's say you're you have this soda machine right and you go to this soda machine with your proverbial coins in your pocket you go to the soda machine and you start putting the coins into the soda machine and you push the button expecting something to come forth and nothing comes forth now we have two views we have a view of self we have the view of the soda machine right but for us who are big givers we kind of turn to ourself first the view of self is I didn't give enough coins. There must be something wrong with me. I didn't do it right, right? So I keep putting more coins into this soda machine over and over and over again. And we keep pushing the button except, expecting something to come forth and nothing comes out. And we're like, what's wrong with me? And then eventually we start figuring it out and we think, well, maybe if I pound on it and beat on it, get frustrated with it. And and so we're we're in this relationship with the soda machine. So we have a view of self that says, there's something wrong with me and then uh, why can't I get it right why am I not getting right I gotta try harder try harder give up try harder give up try harder give up. Ah, what a vicious cycle right that's a toxic relationship and so nothing comes out of it and guess what you're giving this machine power trying to get love from a stone you're still plugged in but this is the karmic shuffle this is the what we continue to do because it's these old attachment wounds old attachment injuries where we're trying to get love from the inaccessible the unavailable those that don't have it and I'm going to tell you a story later about how that kind of operates and works for us all but here's the thing that's giving away power it's the hustle and the machine's broken and we keep thinking well let's call the repairman but the machine doesn't want to be fixed it wants to stay the same so that's kind of like whack-a-mole you know you're sitting there it's fun for the first five ten minutes but boy after about two days of that two hours two weeks two years ten years whatever of playing whack-a-mole that's exhausting creating more fear frustration fatigue more failure and that's the toxic relationship and you keep wondering I keep investing into this empty well I keep going there every day and getting no water and now you're deplete that's toxic and so this is where we want to talk about how do we break out of some of these toxic relationships does that make sense so the next thing is like being overly passive like some people are naturally passive and that's okay if that's your inherent personality that's a beautiful thing however when you give your power away is when you fail to stand up for yourself and champion for yourself and to advocate for yourself and you know and when you have that feeling in your body that tells you that you've been wronged and you don't listen to it and you do nothing about it and you only take that from people and you know you shouldn't be this is a self-betrayal 
And this usually boils down to low self-esteem or lack of confidence. And this is something you can build with hard won, that hard-won confidence by being more assertive. And one of the things that we work with in our communication and conflict resolutions and assertiveness uh, programs here with uh, Talk Talk Confidential. And one of the things that Shanti is very good at and uh, David is very good at is creating those dialogues and conversations to move beyond and be more assertive because a lot of us think that being assertive means being aggressive and actually it's not it's actually drawing a line it's having healthy boundaries and boundaries are one of the things we're going to talk a lot about because boundaries are several things it's a line and on one side of the line it's us protecting ourselves from the world right we're protecting ourselves from the world but just the external boundary and also protecting the world from guess who ourselves <laughs> so saying no and being assertive so that and but again boundaries i'm going to make a distinction here between rules and boundaries because rules are coming out of a place of fear or anxiety or a wound that black and white rigid tight inflexible rule that is inflexible so if you find some of your rules are inflexible or boundaries are much more um, it's understanding okay it's like quarantining your life keeping the good stuff in and the bad stuff out it is like a property line so boundaries are really helpful in knowing where I begin and end and where you begin and end and this is a topic that we're gonna have and discuss and where we have the power and freedom to choose something different that we give people the freedom to be who they are and they're on their yoga mat doing their path their practice and we're not judging that but we're not letting that bleed into our life either so this is part of the the practice right of learning how to not be overly passive or go the other way and being overly aggressive but finding because again imagine think of a boundary like your skin right your skin is a boundary it keeps all the good stuff inside right all that stuff uh that's supposed to stay intact right and it also so it keeps in it then it also keeps all the bad stuff out the toxins and and other things that would contaminate the body but also lets other things in it lets the light through your eyes the sound through your ears and you know food into your mouth and oxygen and all these types of things and we'll just kind of stay with the upstairs department right now um, because a lot of good stuff can happen down below too but we're just talking about that part of our our relationship right now is just what is the boundary and the benefit of understanding how boundaries are super helpful for us to remember how to not give away our power and sometimes you got to practice with safe people because a lot of times we try to, you know, practice um, setting healthy boundaries with unhealthy people. Because here's the thing. What we do is we train people how to treat us. We train people with our own porous boundaries. And all of a sudden there's this new sheriff in town and we're, we're nailing the 33 theses to the, to the door. And we're saying, I've got a new religion and it's called boundaries and nobody likes it. <laughs> so... We gotta, we gotta understand how to do that and practice that with the community, right? And with one another in a safe environment, okay? So the next one is letting your dreams just be dreams. Now I'm Joseph the dreamer. I've been a dreamer my whole life. 
Um, I've been dreaming since I was five. My mom used to call me Columbo because I, <laughs> I would walk around in my head space all the time. And a lot of times that was just it. You know, we all have one. We all have dreams. But maybe it's not to be the next, let's say, American Idol, or maybe it's not to be happier or healthier. Maybe whatever it is, or maybe it's maybe it is being happier or healthier. Maybe it's something else. But whatever it is, if you're just sitting around and wishing for it, and your next thoughts are, "But I can't because you're cheating yourself. I can't because," and this is where you're betraying ourselves or abandoning our own dream. And that other abandonment and self-abandonment and abdication uh, is something where we're giving away power to our inner critic. And you're essentially spoon-feeding it and you're feeding the inner critic because there's a verse that goes, Hope deferred makes the heart sick and the longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. It's not just a wish, and we're going to talk about how these dreams can really transform and move us and catapult us, because we have these two binary positions. We have one side, which is the real. Hey, this is what's going on right now in your life. And then you have your future vision, your future version, your future dream, and where you want to go. And between your real and your ideal is this gap. And some people only focus on the future version, and don't work on what's really happening and some people focus on the real and ignore their future vision their dreams and give up on both you have to focus on both to move through that though because that gap is that frustration that we have and not knowing how to move from here to there and that's why we're here for you and talk talk and to reboot your relationship reboot your life and to do all this talk talk to reinvigorate all these things so that we're able to move beyond where we're stuck in some of these barriers and not just let your dreams be dreams they are more and we'll talk more about that too another way we give away our power is being manipulate manipulated a man do <laughs> I do have a lot of personal experience with this one. I mean, because manipulators have one goal in mind, to control other people in order to get what they want. And the, and the way they might do this is very, maybe like threatening, giving you a guilt or demanding of you or even flattering you or gaslighting or using a Darvo technique, which is denying you, denying reality, attacking reverse blame going to victim and then making you the offender for showing up and you know trying to set your boundaries there's a lot of manipulative ways it could be maybe withholding love the very thing that you're wanting or needing and stonewalling which is another way of manipulating and controlling and not being able to do that but basically their goal here is always the same by not standing up for yourself or not setting these healthy boundaries or by making, you know, excuses for your manipulator, you're giving away your power. You're giving it away. And that feels like a self-betrayal. Let me say something about two types of betrayal. There's other betrayal and there's self-betrayal. Other betrayal, okay, sometimes I can live with that. Because I can escape them, I can leave, I can set a boundary and I don't have to deal with them. And I can, you know, if I have to, I can love them from a distance, cut them off. But guess who you can't escape when you betray yourself? 
you because you're stuck with you and so that brings up more of that vicious cycle and that fear cycle and all this stuff because now guess who you can't escape yourself and that goes to a deeper level of not believing in yourself and not accepting yourself and this is the self-acceptance we talk a lot guys about self-love and I think that's important that we talk about self-love because when you self-love you're able to other love but I think what we're missing here is another level and that's about self-acceptance self-acceptance and self-acceptance is because the acceptance part is we have the good and the bad and we have these types of splits and we kind of think of the world as all good all bad others is all good all bad all or nothing black and white you know and judgment and disqualifying the positive within yourself and so we don't really do the integration of those two parts of accepting it's kind of think of it like an orange right and orange has all these different parts and these parts of you and they get fractured off and so the bad parts get fractured off and the good parts so either denying the good or denying the bad or we're only accepting in and taking in the good and denying the bad or we're taking in the bad parts of us and ignoring the good disqualifying the positive ah right all this stuff keeps going on because we're not taking so taking charge of your power is determining how you feel about yourself you can basically use how you feel about yourself as this barometer to measure not only how much power you have but it's your you know and if you're going to use it so every time you give your power away under these circumstances or any circumstances you're showing yourself in the world that there's room for improvement in the realm of believing in and accepting yourself and that's part of being authentic I tried my friend I've learned to be so my friends used to tell me back in the day they said Joe you're so inauthentic you're inauthentic even about your unauthenticity that's how deep that goes that's pretty deep you know and I had to learn to be more authentic and now they're telling me Joe tell <laughs> tote it down <laughs> you're too big you're too bright now turn it off now you're being too authentic too vulnerable so you know I try to taper it but it's it's definitely more liberating not being held hijacked or uh, being having that gremlin in there dictating how you should live your life so the other way we're giving away power is allowing your inner critic to make decisions and this is something you're going to learn here because if you live in a place where your inner critic or gremlin as I like to call it or your dragon another way I talk about your dragon it's, which leaves us kind of vulnerable and sensitive to things. It's on this constant replay in your head, the critics, and you're giving away power again. And so your gremlin or your dragon or whatever you want to call that lives, lets you, likes you to live in this fear and shame of the unknown and paralyzes you and this indecision keeps you stuck. Brene Brown talks a lot about shame and I'm going to talk about shame and fear. And shame corrodes the very belief that we can change. That's that dark part of us. It's like a sticky tar in the gut and it makes us believe that we can't change. And when we get to that level, and then also the fear. Shame's about hiding. Fear is about the anxiety that nothing's gonna change, that nothing I do, nothing I say, it's that unknown world. Okay, it's that, you know, the part of us stepping out of the of our it's that kind of our need for certainty and our fear of the uncertainty the mystery the unknown 
And so there's a path. There's a practice here. Because making the unknown known, bringing clarity to the confusion, bringing light to the shadows or the shadows to the light, and exposing, that's where we, that feels kind of scary. But we're here. This is a safe, secure base. We're having these safe conversations. Because bottom line, you have the power and freedom to create what you want. You have the power and freedom to choose something different. It's inside you. It's in me. It's in all of us. And you're more powerful than you could ever imagine. And you want that freedom. But all these constraints of the past, because by giving it away, okay, it's like throwing your hard-earned money into the air for others to take. So why not keep it and use it? Because all your power is a wonderful servant. Love is a powerful servant. All these things are emotions are powerful servants and terrible masters. Let me say that again. Emotions, power, love, freedom. All these are wonderful, wonderful servants to you and here to serve you. And there's wisdom in your emotions. There's wisdom in this. And it's a terrible master. And so by giving away your power is giving away to a master who does not want you to be free. So I want to leave this again with you to maybe use this little mantra I use all the time. You have the power and freedom to choose something different in every moment. So I want to thank you guys. This is uh, Talk Talk Confidential with uh, Joe Whitcomb and I want to thank Shante and everyone else. David. David, you I don't know if that's really you. With your, Did you shave your head bald or what did you do? I don't know if that's a if that's a uh, picture. Uh, I don't know. But don't do me that way. I look terrible. I already look gangster enough. Alright. Thank you guys and until next time. Bye bye.